Stand by. Hello and welcome to the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. And now your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Librocube. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the Lackadaisical Librocubicularist. Today, within the Librocube, I should say, is Internet Day. Yee-ha. Yes. The word yee is meant to be said quickly. However, sometimes I will say it very slowly. Thusly. Yee-ha. Absolutely no sense whatsoever. Today's sponsor is Mentos Brand Douche. Once again, today's sponsor is Mentos Brand Douche. Do you have that not-so-fresh feeling? Well, try Mentos Brand Douche, the fresh maker. Alright, let's hop right into this Fry Internet Day, because uh, I'm going to try to get it done on the way to work and uh, see how I do. It may not be possible. Something I like to say at the top of every show is that if you like what you hear, the only sort of payment I ask, really, is a million dollars. No, that is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. I think I'm getting the sort of impression that this may be happening. So for those of you who are passing it on, greatly, superbly appreciated. Tell you what. Uh, you can email me at the address provided in the closing credits. I will respond, guaranteed. Uh, and I'd like to hear if you pass it on, because it's nice to be nice to the nice. Yes? Yes. Alright, uh, podcast business. Uh, you are probably noticing that this week that has just passed, uh, this is the only podcast I'm doing. That is because... You may also have noticed, if you are observant whatsoever, that I just burped. No. That uh, I did an episode on the weekend, sort of uh, revolving around on my drive home from Toronto Comic Con. The audio quality on that was not as good as I wished. However, I think it came out, came out pretty interesting, uh, other than that fact. Again, would love to hear what you think. So, uh, because I was at Toronto Comic Con all weekend, I did not watch any movies, I did not watch any TVs, I did not play any video games, and uh, my book, well, actually, I did do, I will next week have a book of Wednesday, because at these sort of things, I mean, this was only the second one I went to, but uh, at these sort of things, I will bring a book to read as I am standing in line, because there is a lot of line standing in these cons. Look forward to that. With breath. Not bated breath. That's that's pushing it a little bit. Just breath is fine. Uh, so that's why there's just this. One, Fra Internet Day episode. The Fra Internets are just such a bountiful place that it's almost hard for me not to experience some of it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you do. You're a smart cookie. And I love you. Okay, so let's hop in with item the first. Funny or die. 
little uh, little website you may have heard of it called Funny or Die. Yes, quite often um, they're definitely in the high ninety percentile. I would say uh, falling into the funny category, not uh, not as much into the die category. Good a uh, good ratio they uh, they keep up over there. This is a website I believe created at least in part by Mr. Will Farrell, I think. Could be wrong. Maybe making that up. Okay, uh, the video I brought back, I just brought back one, but their site has thousands of hilarious videos. Probably my favorite from the site is uh, Zach Galifianakis's uh, Between Two Ferns web series there, which uh, I know I brought some back, actually, to the LibroCube, the, the Oscar ones. So uh, check those out. This one was good, too. It was called uh, the Postal Service Editions. The Postal Service, um, as I gather from this video, is a band of some sort. Am I correct in that assumption? I believe I am, although I had never heard of them. So uh, apparently they formed in 2002, and this uh, video was dug up from the archives, and uh, they put it on Funny or Die. Now, uh, I said that quite seriously. However, this video was obviously like just made and for comedic purposes, just so you you don't think it's a documentary. Although probably if you watched it, that impression would quickly vanish if you thought it was actual factual stuffs. Uh, so <laughs> so it was just people trying out for this band. Uh, I wrote down a couple of them. First, I wrote down was Weird Al. I love me some Weird Al, and not even necessarily from his uh, comedic music stylings, just because he. Uh, he does a lot of the podcast rounds, and he's very, very funny, combined with being very, very nice. And I love, underline that, the combination of funny and nice. Good stuff. Two of my favorite things, funny and nice. So uh, he sort of personifies that, uh, as he did in this video, brought out his uh, accordion. Where do you learn to play the accordion? Like, where do you go? To, to, to learn to play the accordion. Huh. Well, that's a question that Weird Al can answer. Uh, next was Moby. Not uh, too familiar with Moby's body of work, music-wise. Uh, however, I think what they did with him was he came in and did sort of the total opposite of his personality and sort of came in like a... Uh, I guess what I would describe as an... This may not be correct, like a, like a death metal kind of losing his shit while singing slash yelling kind of guy, which I think is the opposite of his music. Pretty sure, pretty sure. I can only think of one song. Uh, what is that? We all, we are all made of stars, because uh, that video I remember Ron Jeremy's in it. Uh, they also had a member of the Guns N' Roses. The see the bassist, the bassist, the bassist. Um, yeah. <laughs> they kind of... The, the joke there was uh, that they didn't believe he was actually in Guns N' Roses. But I guess he actually was. So, comedies. Yay. Uh, and the last one I wrote down was uh, Mark Marin, Fellow... Oh, get to say that. Fellow podcaster. Haha. Mark Marin Looked like he actually knew how to play the guitar. So that was something. Although he's not an actual guitarist. Uh, that part was funny, too. As you can imagine. A comedy podcaster 
uh, trying out for a fake audition on a comedy uh, website. There's going to be some comedy, and I feel like I'm saying comedy too much. Comedy, comedy, comedy. All right, let's move on to the very comedic. <laughs> I did it again. Kasim G. Kasim G, who has a YouTube channel. Highly recommend you check him out. Uh, primarily, he does something called uh, California On, in which he will go down to uh, Venice Beach and talk to the crazy people there um, about a variety of subjects. There'll be sort of a theme every week. However, uh, I know I've brought that back before. What I have not back brought back before is something else he does, which I think, uh, yeah, I think is actually even funnier than that. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll go this. California on when he goes to, like, Comic-Con or something like that. Those are the, those are my favorite ones. Those are the funniest ones. And then these, which are called Going Deep, and then the regular California ons. Those, those are my, my order of, uh, funniness. Yeah, ranking. Uh, going deep, he will sit in a comfy chair and do an interview. Hmm. It's a, sort of a podcasty thing, right? Podcasty slash talk show type of vibe. Uh, he will interview porn stars. Hmm. Real life, real live porn stars. Interesting. And uh, he will do it very, very meanly. <laughs> Uh, what surprises me about this, mostly, is that um, these girls agree to come on the show and take the abuse that he throws at them. Now, it's all sort of uh, an undertone of just joking around. However, <laughs> some of the shit he says just, just like, Jesus Christ, you, you cannot say that to these poor, poor girls. Oh, he hasn't done one in a while. So I, I kind of thought maybe the porn star girls caught on that they're going to just go on this and get abused. However, it was a new one just posted with a porn star by the name of Asphyxia Noir. Ooh. Uh, I do like that name. That's like a really interesting porn star name. Asphyxia Noir. Why did she choose that name? <laughs> Asphyxia because she enjoys a little... Uh, rough strangulation play, I guess, she says. And then Noir, <laughs> because um, I guess they, whoever they are, told her when she was coming up with a poor name, she couldn't just be one name. Like, couldn't be just named Asphyxia. She had to have a second name. I guess for the purposes of, like, searching her? I don't know. So uh, she chose Noir for no reason really whatsoever, she says. <laughs> My, I think my favorite, probably my favorite joke uh, that popped out at that point, or any point during this, was that Kasim G said uh, asphyxia noir could be a uh, fragrance, a cologne, if you will, by uh, David Carradine. <laughs> uh, too soon? Question mark? Well, it's been a while. She, she, the, the porn star girl, kind of went, oh, yeah. kind of cringed a little at that. So, funny stuff. Something that he will do during these segments is take questions from Twitter and throw them at her. Question, questions such as, um, would you let a horse poop on you? <laughs> her answer, this is where, where it was funny. 
Well, that's a funny question, I guess, regardless, but the funny part for me was that she did not right away say no. There was, there was a thought process there that happened. <laughs> so she started thinking about it, and he's just like, no, no, the answer is no, don't, why are you thinking? Good stuff. Uh, do you squirt was another question. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, let me, let me see if I can remember this question. Would you rather? It's a would you rather question which uh, I, ha- I will have another one from the looks of it this afternoon on my drive home because I don't think I'm going to finish on my drive in. Uh, the question was, hopefully I can get this right, would you rather have sex with your boyfriend's body but your dad is inside him, so your boyfriend is possessed by your dad, or would you rather have sex with your dad uh, while he is possessed with your boyfriend. Yowza. These, these, sometimes these Twitter people come up with some good, uh, good would-you-rather scenarios such as that. What did she pick? Uh, she picked dad with boyfriend inside if she could wear a blindfold. So, uh, I guess that's a, that's a good answer, really, when you think about it. Uh, another thing that he will have them do... I think every time I've seen is act out a scene. So maybe a scene from a movie. Uh, in this case, I believe a scene written by Kasim G. Uh, I would say definitely that's the case in, in this case. It was sort of like, <laughs> how do I even explain this? She was a witch, I guess? Yeah. And sort of tied to a stake about to be burned alive, I guess. And he, for the most part, just sort of threw insults at her as this was happening. She had some lines, very, I can't believe he got her to say them, type lines. I guess on one level, and hopefully the important level, it's all in good fun. But it's, uh, sometimes it's, it makes you cringe a little bit, some of the shit he says. Which, uh, which is, uh, I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes you need a little, uh, little cringes. You need some cringes. Uh, there was a little uh, atheism talk there, how she's going to hell for her sins. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, very, very funny. Highly recommend you check out any going deep uh, that he's done, because they've all been very good. All right, I guess that. I have one more item that I... No, I don't have time. So I, I've got more items for this afternoon. So I will be back. We will make it a full-sized episode. So I will go into this building, and I will do work for eight hours. And then I will come back and polish her off. Yay, us. Love you, Terry's. I'm a fool to do your dirty working, working, working. And we're back. We are back. We are back. We are back. We are back, 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 we are back, back in action. Hello again. That was eight hours of work. No denying it. Uh, Something, uh, as you probably have noticed, those of you who listen along, I very, very infrequently throw out any work-related talk of any kind. However... Uh, today I will say that for the first time ever, I let my co-workers know I started a podcast uh, months ago, and I'm now on episode 
was that 78 maybe? So, there you go. The only reason I didn't let them know is I couldn't really think of any pros. Uh, I'm a big pros versus cons kind of kind of dude, so uh, I could not really think of any pros other than the fact that perhaps they would like what they hear and would listen along. That, that was the pro. The cons would be that they don't like what they hear, and um, that would, I guess, not be good. <laughs> so, hello, co-workers, if you listen to this. Welcome to the Libro Cube. Alright, let's move on to... Uh, we only did two items this morning. I got, uh, hopefully, enough to fill this drive home. Let's uh, see what we got on our internet day. Drive home. Item of the third. It's a little podcast by the name of Comedy Bang Bang. Comedy Bang Bang, my favorite podcast from the standpoint of the one that gives me uh, the most consistent laugh-out-loud moments. Uh, for that reason, uh, I'd put it number one. For other reasons, I would put other things number one. It's all kind of, I guess, what you're looking for. Right? Correct. Ask a question, quickly answer the question by myself. No sense. Uh, this was a special uh, edition. It's one of those uh, things that seems to happen to me a lot in that I don't plan to bring it back, but then uh, something special will happen, and I'm like, yeah, you know what, I do want to talk about that. This was their, I don't know if this is uh, their annual now, their traditional South by Southwest edition. Uh, South by Southwest is a... I don't really know. <laughs> exactly. It seems to be a... takes place in Austin. Okay, that, that much I can verify. And it is like a movie festival slash music festival slash comedy festival slash... Uh, there's a bunch of guys who do podcasts, go down for it and record podcasts, festival. Uh, it sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. Definitely something that if I lived in the Austin area, I would be totally on board with and would go every year. No, no, no questions about that. However, I don't. I live in Canada, which is a fair distance from Austin. So uh, the odds of me going to one of these are slim. Actually, they are both a slim chance and a fat chance. Huh. How is it that slim and fat mean the same thing? Ridiculous. I believe that I may have just passed one of my co-workers in her car. <laughs> so yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, this South by Southwest funness, let's call it, with uh, combined with the podcast comedy Bang Bang, as you can imagine, is a uh, good time. Holy shit. Almost just saw an accident. Uh, is good times had by all, including me, and potentially you, the listener. This, I think, was not totally 100% following the usual Comedy Bang Bang podcast formula in that they did not have a fake guest. Uh, normally they will have someone come in and sort of improv from the point of view of what I like to call a fake guest. So someone like um, Cake Boss, Cake Boss, uh, Jesse Ventura, who else... Uh, what was the last one I brought back was Sir Andrew Lloyd Reb Weber was the last one I remember bringing back. Things of that nature. Uh, who's a good one? Um, 
Cake Boss is my favorite, Cake Boss. Guy who does Paul F. Tompkins does a couple of really good ones. Anyways, just on a side note, they did not do any of that. I guess maybe because, well, on the one hand, if you are doing a podcast such as this in front of a live audience and one of your guests is pretending to be, say, the Cake Boss, Cake Boss, and then the entire audience there can obviously see with their eyes that he is not Cake Boss, Cake Boss, then uh, it may not work. However, they, they, some of these, uh, these fake guests have been on, like, Doug Loves Movies and have done it, and it seemed to be very funny for me listening and the crowd there, so I don't know. Uh, the guests they did have, the real ones, were Reggie Watts. Reggie Watts is apparently, I don't know if he's, like, uh, just the, the music guy or the co-host for when Scott Ackerman, the host, does his television version of the podcast. I don't know. Because I can never friggin' find uh, Comedy Bang Bang, the television show. I think it's going to have to be one of those things that I just wait until it's on DVD, and then I will buy it. Although, uh, I wonder if it will be. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it will be. Okay, so that's my plan, and when that does eventually, hopefully one day happen, I will bring it back for a uh, TV Tuesday episode. Perfect planning, please, Penelope. Yeah. Reggie Watts also, I think I mentioned once before, did a TED Talk, which uh, I recommend you check out. He's uh, very musically inclined, and uh, like he does the show opening. He's got some, some cool moving and grooving, man. So he was there. Uh, who else was there? Michael Sarah. That is C-E-R-A. Michael Sarah, who I like. He always kind of, uh, I think he always basically plays the exact same character for the most part, which is not great, I imagine, for him from an acting standpoint. Uh, however, I like him. <laughs> I think maybe that has something to do with the fact that he is actually like the characters he plays. Maybe that's actually what it is. It's not so much he's getting these roles that are all written the same, it's that he's taking these roles and then his personality is peeking through. Interesting. Sort of a, sort of a chicken and the egg thing there. Uh, he's funny, though. He's been on a couple of times, if I do recall. Uh, so Michael, Sarah, and then Sarah Silverman. What? And Sarah, and Sarah, spelt totally different. Ridiculous. Sarah Silverman, probably, yeah, the funniest woman alive today, quite possibly. Definitely, uh, we'll do one of those things where I will say in my top five of funniest women alive today. And then possibly women rotate in and out of that list at any given moment. Huh? It's cheating, but uh, to do it and sort of set it, to, to do a list like that and set it in stone uh, is hard. And uh, as we say to the little kitties listening, if work is hard, don't do it. This message has been brought to you by the Lackadaisical Broke Worker List. The more you know. And also Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric, they came up in another podcast. Maybe it was... I know I did watch their movie, Tim and Eric, Billion, Million Dollar Movie, or whatever it was called, and have talked about them from time to time. Just the fact that uh, I don't really get them. <laughs> it seems that in sort of comedy circles, they're always very, very highly praised for their comedy abilities. However, 
They very, very infrequently make me laugh with anything they do or say. And listening to this podcast, sort of, that did not change. <laughs> I don't know. I wish someone could explain it to me, but I just don't get them. It, well, we'll throw it into the to the different strokes for different folks category. So they uh, sat around, shot the shit, talked about South by Southwest. Uh, the only other thing I want to say is they pray, played. They didn't pray, they, but they did play my favorite uh, comedy bang bang game, a little game called Would You Rather. Yes. That was a uh, probably the greatest spot-on impression of the Would You Rather theme song you will ever hear. As you know, people will tweet in, Would You Rather scenarios, Would You Rather this, or Would You Rather this? Quite simple. And then the guests will have to ask questions uh, about the two scenarios in order to decide which one they will pick, because you do not know all the answers. Things are not always as they seem. Okay, so the two questions were... Oh, yeah, these were, these were good ones. They're always good, actually. I never, I don't ever really remember bad ones. The questions, the, the would-you-rather scenarios were, would you rather have to spoon with a sweaty Richard Simmons every time you sleep, or... Would you rather that every time you drink anything, the only um, liquid you are allowed to consume is hot, heated up, if you will, mayonnaise? Oh, God. Ugh. That, uh, that's a tough one. And that's a tough one without even knowing anything uh, about the scenarios. I will say, just sort of, uh, so you can kind of get an idea of things that could come up through the questions asked, with the mayonnaise one, you are immortal, so you cannot kill yourself, because I believe it was Sarah asked, um, can you just kill yourself? <laughs> uh, good stuff. Okay, that is a perfect spot to leave it behind for another podcast, if I do call... Yes. All right. So, uh, another podcast. Yes, indeed a room. This is a podcast, and we talk about podcasts on Fry Internet Day. It's like I planned it. Um, I did plan it. So, that, uh, that likeness makes sense. It is. Oh, you know what I just realized? This was almost, and you almost witnessed, a Fry Internet Day podcast in which I did not mention Chris Hardwick. Well, it didn't happen. Bite your tongue. It would never happen. Well, it might. I don't, I don't know. I actually, I kind of don't plan it. It's just shit that I listen to or watch or read from the interwebs. Um, quite often will somehow involve Mr. Chris Hardwick. So the odds of me bringing shit back that he is at least somehow attached to are very, very large. Large odds. Uh, this was what started it all, his podcast, the Nerdist Podcast, with guest, Mr. Steve Carell. Yeah. We love some Steve Carell, do we not? We do. Again, question asked, and then answered immediately. I don't know why I do it, but I do.
Why do I do it? I don't know. See? I just did it again, right there, for no reason. If you are following along uh, in TV Tuesday's past, not the last one, I don't think, but maybe the one before, the one before that, can't quite recall, um, the missus and I are working our way through the television show The Office. And working is not the correct word, because it is a goddamn pleasure to, uh, to watch that show. Probably get some episodes in this weekend. Whether I bring them back or not, I don't know. We will see. He is just a hilarious dude. Which sort of brings us full circle, because he is a hilarious dude who is super, super incredibly nice. I remember we talked about that with Weird Al this morning. Little, uh, that's what they call a callback. Hmm. Well, maybe not, because it's not that hilarious. Hmm. Anyways, um... The combination of super, super funny and nice and charming and uh, intelligent-seeming uh, is nice. <laughs> is I like good. This is a Nerdist podcast that I recommend you listen to if you like nice, funny people getting together. Because Chris Hardwick uh, seems to fall into that category quite easily as well. Uh, they talked about how uh, Steve Carell was a radio DJ in college. He was, like, the college DJ, which is kind of weird because I always hear about that. Like, I think Howard Stern, I think I remember him saying he was a college DJ and a bunch of funny people or radio personalities were radio college DJs. And I went to college. I don't remember there being any college radio or college college DJs or anything like that. Huh. Maybe I just wasn't with it enough. I did, just sort of uh, for the record, to maybe illustrate my not-with-it-ness. I went to school to be a librarian. I was a long pause there to let that sink in. A librarian. They talked quite heavily, uh, I like this part, about improv. Steve Carell comes from an improv background. That's where he gets his uh, comedy genes, I guess you would say. Mm. Yeah, why not? Holy friggin' one, two, three, four, five, six. I just drove by a field, and I think I brought this up before. I drove by a field, and there must have been, if there was, there was definitely in the double digits, ten plus turkeys. Just sitting in a field. I thought this field was maybe a turkey farm. That would make sense, right? You see a field with uh, 10 turkeys in it, and you think, yeah, that's a turkey farm. But uh, it's not, like, blocked off, so the turkeys can just, like, walk out onto the street if they wanted to. The other thing that leads me to believe that it's not a turkey farm is one day I saw turkeys and I saw two deer in the same field. So what kind of mad farmer is farming deer and turkeys um, without fences? That seems unlikely. Alright, so that was a, uh, a tricky tangent. <laughs> oh, I love it when that happens. Um, very, very rare that while recording a podcast, I will say something and think, oh yeah, that'd be a good title. But I just realized that uh, Tricky Tangent is the title of this episode. Jordan, mental note to yourself. Call this one Tricky Tangent. Folks, I am at home, so... That was some good timing with that stuff there. Uh, it was a pleasure, and 
I will definitely, I can guarantee it, have some Movie Monday and TV Tuesday episodes next week. Uh, I think possibly even a Book Wednesday and a Fur Video Games Day and a Fra Internet Day. Might be a goddamn jam-packed uh, podcast week next week. I think it might be. Let's leave it with that and also say, perhaps, that it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine Live long and prosper.